Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Ahoy! Hello. Uh, oh yes, yes. Hello there, weary traveler. <laughs> weary space travelers who have maybe taken a short break from space travel to tune into today's episode. Please enjoy our amenities. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody! Welcome Hi. back to the shit ass pod. Hey there. Welcome back. Yeah, what are you doing here? I am Carol Ann. Oh boy, here we go. This is Matt. And I'm not drinking uh, because I still have a hangover from two days ago. And uh, is, that what, is, is that what we're calling it? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, we have a space episode today. If you couldn't catch on. Um, but we'll we'll dive right into it after a word from our sponsor. We have a sp- We did it. We did no, it. The, the sponsor is actually uh, the cat that's sitting in my lap that... Um, refuses to move so maybe my audio sounds different because i'm sitting at the mic at a different angle because i you can't make the cat leave it still sounds crap so don't yeah don't I'm, don't I'm, worry i'm not a monster it still sounds crap um something weird happened i was just i usually never look at any of the like statistics of the podcast or anything but something happened late last week where i'm not exaggerating when i say that like like downloads or listens whatever you want to call them exploded and i was like wow that's really weird and then i noticed that they like all came from the united states which is interesting because usually we get a little diversity and then i noticed like most of them came from pennsylvania so mm, okay. one of the episodes that I don't, I still don't fucking know what happened. So if you live in Pennsylvania and you're a new listener of the pod, maybe just shoot us a message to tell us what the fuck happened. Because I imagine there's about 15 people who live in Pennsylvania. Uh, well, that's ignorant because Philly is pretty big. So at least like 25. And um, I still don't understand. Why did they listen? Oh, I don't know. So I would, if you're listening to this, Stell, I would love to know if you could just like DM us uh, on Instagram. I don't know. They're they're long gone. They, yeah, they caught on. <laughs> they're just they're <laughs> they caught on. <laughs> they're just uh, stopping by. Um, but one of the episodes that was blowing up was the Ohio train derailment episode. So I wonder if because uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania are right next to each other, I don't know if something happened there. But yeah, yeah interesting. Wow. So, yeah, that was just my little fun fact for today. If you live in Pennsylvania, why? And if you listen to this podcast, also why? Um, but let's let's just go through the housekeeping real, real fast, let's go. real fast. Let's go. Uh, we're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter for now. Um, my Twitter has been all fucked up the last like week or two. Maybe it's because they just fired a couple hundred more engineers or Whoever else was left, um, no no idea. But 
yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you could DM us on any of those platforms. Uh, and if social media is not really your thing, you can send us an email at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will return your email within five to seven business weeks. Oh, yeah. So. There, there you go. You, you got me there for a second. Yeah, there we go. Um, the next one is uh, if you like this shit pod, you live in Pennsylvania and you're tuning back in because you just can't get enough uh, and you want to support us, the best way that you could do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing or following literally anything um, on any of the uh, places where you can get your podcast because we're on just about everything now. Pretty much. So um, and if you do any of that and you take a screenshot and you send it to us we'll send you some stickers in the mail for free and i got confirmation everybody's all caught up so it does get there just takes a minute yeah. patience it's patience. like when you'd um it's like when you would um eat like eight boxes of cereal and you'd save the tops and then you get like a basketball <laughs> from like yeah, yeah yeah the cereal company yeah yeah general mills out there really just sitting on a warehouse of like kids toys like i remember getting a u.s dream team size three basketball that's amazing getting it on the hottest day of the year yeah and like begging my mom like i just go for like five minutes i just just got you know this brand new basketball i gotta use it yeah were you allowed to or yeah yo i i I recall balling out for about five minutes yeah but you know the then hottest day of the year was like no it was like 99 degrees it wasn't even that hot oh yeah yeah. All right. Well, uh, the last one is, uh, what are you drinking? Oh, I am enjoying a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. From the Voodoo from Ranger. The New Belgium. New Belgium pack. New Belgium pack. Costco. Yeah. They got the fun skeleton uh, mascot. He's fun. Yeah. I'll I do have... enjoy those beers quite a lot. And this one, he's wearing like a, I don't know what you call that hat with the flaps. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And, and like aviators and yeah, earmuffs. Go. And he's got like a, you know, he just, he has like, like the bomber look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, Imperial IPA. Great. Yeah. As I mentioned, I'm not drinking because I indulged too much on too hot many dogs times. and beers this weekend. And uh, my body is still recovering. So. There's that. It's not not used to (laughs) enjoying itself. Uh, All right. Let's get into it. Today's episode. Shout out to Kara, who uh, brought this to my attention because I had never fucking heard of this until maybe like two weeks ago, which is kind of surprising. But I also feel like there's so many space conspiracies uh, that maybe it's not too surprising. But no, I mean, usually I'm all over uh, space theories and space conspiracies um i'd say the closest i got to whatever the heck we just got which is super interesting is um (laughs) the yellowstone caldera i i've been all about that thing lately oh yeah yeah yeah. getting ready to just no i no no we're fine everything's fine no we're fine fine. how are you everything's fine Maybe NASA has a plan for that, too. I don't know. You just got to poke some holes in it. Let some of that steam out. Get those people that did the volcano movie, you know, in like downtown L.A. or whatever it was. Uh, With Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll figure it out. They got it. They got it. There's a backup plan. There's a guy who's like, ah, we're fine. The entire movie. And then he's like, I'm pretty sure he like jumps into a pile of lava to like save someone. Yeah. 
yeah, I should really give that movie a, a watch through again. But uh, today we're not talking about the movie Volcano or Yellowstone. We're talking about... This is a space conspiracy. Yeah, we're talking about item STS-088-72466. Oh, right. That yeah, 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 that one. That one. Tip of the tongue uh, just rolls off. Is this item, that's how it's uh, cataloged in yeah, NASA. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know. Uh, is it space junk or is it a 13,000-year-old satellite from aliens, ancient aliens? We're gonna find out. Yeah, what the hell is We're this? Gonna- <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic. This is this is everything I like mushed into one thing. Yeah. So so uh NASA has that item uh cataloged officially as space junk that's floating around in low earth orbit about like twelve hundred miles. Um allegedly it's a piece of equipment that broke free uh during uh a mission if you want to call it that uh but we're we're gonna save that piece for the very end this is a this is a human made object yeah that's that's the alleged part really all of this is a legend we'll never know this has been a great episode (laughs) y'all thanks for spending your time with us so what's interesting about this theory is there's no one specific story the whole theory itself only makes sense, uh, and if you want to say makes sense, that's loose, uh, only makes sense when you take a bunch of different facts throughout history that kind of seem loosely associated with one another or not associated at all. Um, so it's just a bunch of different tales put together, and that's the Black Knight Satellite. Black Knight Satellite. This is um, like a hot glue gun project. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, this is, um, it kind of feels like the equivalent of when it's 9, 9 p.m. the night before you have a presentation for school the next day and you have to ask your mom to go buy you a poster board at Walgreens because you forgot. Oh, That's kind of what yep. this feels like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So to start this off, we have to go way back, not 13,000 13, years back. 13,000 years. Oh. A little bit earlier in our history or more recent in our history it starts with nikola tesla like all things do tesla so nikola tesla receives radio signals from space during his 1899 radio experiments in colorado springs um he believed that it was martians attempting to communicate with humans through numbers because that's a universal language just like mean girls taught us (laughs) math is Math knows no language barriers because um, it's just numbers. So he recounts this experience in uh, a Collier's Weekly article in February 1901. And he says, quote, the changes I noted were taking place periodically and with such a clear suggestion of number and order that they were not traceable to any cause then known to me. The feeling is constantly growing on me that I had been the first to hear the greeting of one planet to another that's so cool like you think the there's this theory that like you know where are all the aliens if Mm -hmm. they are out there Mm -hmm. one of the theories is like we're so primitive like we're just useless yeah we're fucking stupid or they're like hey look at them look at they did they did something let's let's it's like going to pet smart and looking at like the big fish tank of goldfish and you're just like hello little guys that's us we're the goldfish they they got something going let's send them a little a little something and then ghost them for the next 200 years 13,000 years um so this entire um 
I guess, experiment or or recounting of this experience from Tesla is what Black Knight truthers cite as the first sign of the Black Knight satellite. Um, You know, it's the radio pulses, essentially, that they were tracking. So, uh, since then, scientists have determined that those radio pulses were actually just naturally occurring signals uh, that space objects emit while they're in orbit, allegedly allegedly uh you know because one of the big conspiracies here is that this is a thirteen thousand year old ancient alien satellite and it's just being covered up by nasa so allegedly um Ooh, i just saw a picture of it i think it's a have you seen the picture yeah i've the seen picture. the picture the pic- i have seen the that picture. should be the cover of our episode it That's is the a, cover of the episode <laughs> that is that is a cool looking thing yeah if, isn't that neat if they meant that to be the shape yeah yeah so very aesthetic very alien uh yeah so what's interesting is like you know the theory is that tesla heard a pulsar or you know like a faraway celestial body that emits these pulses of radio waves and you know it could actually be the black knight but who knows you know who knows um so the theory that aliens were communicating with earth through radio pulses uh went even further in 1927, the decade of explosion of scientific knowledge, uh, civil engineer and ham radio operator Jorgen Halls, <laughs> Jorgen, uh, stumbled upon an unusual quali- uh, quality to his radio signals. Uh, he transmitted from his home in Oslo, and the signals would unexpectedly return to him just moments later. Um, and he was like, holy shit. What the fuck? So something's like bouncing it back to him? Yeah. So then he was like, okay, this is definitely alien phenomenon. There's no other exp- uh, explanation for there's it. A problem. I'm sure there's a handful of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. 50 years later, uh, there's an article in Analog Science Fiction, in fact, um, that tried to make sense of those radio echoes that Jorgen had experienced. Um, the author is a person named Duncan Lunen. Um, said that a 13,000-year-old object orbiting the moon could have led to the long-delayed echoes. Uh, that 13,000 figure, you know, kind of comes from uh, some calculations about the positioning of the North Pole star Polaris, okay? And so what's interesting to me is the people who are these, like, Black Knight truthers, um, you know, no one has ever even seen this object up close. No one has touched it. So the way that they're able to try to put a 13,000 year old date to it is very interesting to me. Yeah, let's let's hear this. Uh, yeah. This is a really cool looking thing. Yeah. But yeah, that looks about 13,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a I did an archaeology class uh, when I was in college and it's one of my um, fun uh, I don't know, like party icebreakers because uh, it's a really fucking hard class and it made me cry and I thought it was going to be so much fun as a gen ed. I'm going to be like, Indiana Jones. I, I had to work so hard to get like a, a B in that class. Uh, but it's really fucking hard to date things. Like really hard Tell to date Tell me about things. it. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Um, so anyways, this uh, a, a quote here from author 
Duncan Lunan. Uh, quote, I tried plotting the delay times against the order in which the echoes were received, and at only the second attempt, I found what looked like a star map, he said in 1998. Um, but at this point now, apparently it's recognized that those signals are just like long delay echoes that you hear um, about almost three seconds like or more after a radio transmission. Um, and then Duncan Lunan very quickly dropped the Black Knight theory. <laughs> so. Dropping it. Like it's hot. What a coward. <laughs> oh, like he dropped it like, as in like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I'm out. Yeah, he distanced himself you from the theory. You guys are mean. <laughs> yes, that I was wrong and stupid. I'm um, out. So another piece of the pie here comes from more recent uh, history. In the time of the 60s, when, what year did we go to the moon? We went to the moon in 1969. Thank you, even Stevens. 1964. 19 <laughs> whatever um all right so in 1960 time published a story noting that the u.s navy had detected an unidentified satellite that may have been piece of a soviet spy technology uh it was really just a broken off piece of like our own <laughs> our own shit <laughs> <laughs> who left this thing here <laughs> It's like the Spider-Man meme. Um, so it was just a broken off piece of the Discoverer 5, which was an early U.S. Uh, photo recon spy satellite. And uh, to this day, that is still looked at as part of definitive proof. So you can kind of see from like Nikola Tesla to like the 30s to like the 60s, all these pieces of history that seemingly have absolutely nothing to do with one another are coming together as part of this black this black this night grand theory yeah satellite so then also within the 60s uh in 1963 project mercury uh astronaut gordon cooper supposedly reported seeing a ufo during his 15th orbit while aboard the faith 7 spacecraft um and you know since then he's allegedly <laughs> produce transcripts to the contrary stating that he never actually saw an alien spacecraft during that that mission and um again this piece is still part of the black knight theory all of these things have to come together in order for that to make sense okay yeah but another one who's who's backed off mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, no, uh, yeah no, big was... nasa out again big space out here bullying <laughs> is someone stopping them from yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. these things yeah is from coming out and them? telling the truth I, yeah. I'm throwing allegedly out a lot because I just really want this to be ancient alien technology. Um, but I'll maybe save my thoughts for the end. <laughs> uh, and so now we're going to get a little bit more into the like explanation pieces of this. So if you haven't already, you could just Google Black Knight Satellite um, and you'll see pictures pop up just like Matt did. Uh, it's a very large looking object. It, it looks solid. Um, it looks huge, but mm-hmm. I feel like anything zoomed in close enough will look huge. If you if, yeah. if you zoom in on an ant yeah. enough, it looks massive. massive. Um, and also given the fact that this is just like floating out in space, there's no real... Uh, scale for anything out there. So um, part of the reason that it may look like a large solid object is just um, kind of the way that it was positioned during the photograph. So not that it was positioned purposely. Uh, It was, again, just kind of floating out there. Um, But yeah, it could just be like an optical illusion based on the way that this thing was out there flying. 
and also given, you know, it's 2023 and some people still were posting pictures of uh, two fucking planets on Facebook uh, last week being like, what are these two bright uh, orbs in the sky hovering? They're planets, you dingus. (laughs) No, but but they were very close to each other. Well, yeah. in in view was it like Saturn and how fucking now two of Saturn them and Jupiter two of them that were just real close to each other the amount of embarrassing posts from people that I saw that were like does anyone know what the you know and I'm sure people are maybe a little on edge because of all the shit that was shot down uh last month but yeah. they were al- I mean not alarmingly close but they were like very close from our our perception yeah oh, God, I think I, I want to say Saturn was one of them yeah well, here's the cool thing. We could Google it and not look like idiots on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do that big thing NASA, where I, yeah. I talk about it like I was like, oh, I'm not going <clears> oh, yeah, like to it's real time. It. I'm not commit to it. <laughs> yeah, big NASA is just out here shutting us down. So then to counter this entire Black Knight theory, uh, a, a big point of contention with it is how does an object stay in orbit for 13,000 years you just gotta find that golden zone of your of your of your not getting launched into space because you're not too far away and you're not getting sucked mm-hmm. into the atmosphere and, and mm-hmm. uh, breaking up into little pieces because you went too close yeah Obviously. exactly the Aniara movie oh. uh yeah the ship just floating around for like five million years what's kind of interesting is this could even be thrown back into the conspiracy loop of uh yeah how does an object stay in orbit for thirteen thousand years anything that we have that's human made we know would not be able to so it must mean that it's some kind of advanced alien technology that would allow it to stay in orbit for that long. And it's just something we don't know about yet. Not yet. And uh, we just can't catch it. We just don't want to catch it. We don't. The big NASA's covering it up, man. (sighs) Big NASA. (laughs) Um, So there's uh, an astronaut named Jerry Ross who said that at the time these pictures were taken, the ISS was in the, the midst of being constructed. And so he said the U.S. team was on its way to attach like an American module to the one created by the Russians. And during part of that work, there's like all these details about different fucking parts that I don't know anything about because I'm uh, kind of dumb. So I'm just not even going to get into those. But uh, very long story short, uh during one of the spacewalks associated with the work that they were doing, um, one of the covers came loose from its tether and it floated away with some other items. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, so Commander Robert Cabana, who is now an associate administrator of NASA, uh, said, quote, Jerry, one of the thermal covers got away from you, end quote. Um, and the cover was just like lost for good. Once it's going, it's just going to keep going. Yeah. This is all according to big NASA. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the uh, runaway black object is then like, you know, captured and it's now cataloged forever by NASA. Uh, And then allegedly a few days later, it fell from orbit and burned up. Allegedly. Yeah. Perfectly understandable. It, It gets caught. It gets sucked in. Yeah. Gravity and friction. 
Yeah. A lot of a lot of this information is also like on the record. Uh, it's been corroborated by many NASA engineers and uh, scientists and and what have you, the smart people who work at NASA. Um, and there's a couple quotes that I'll I'll start to end with. Uh, quote, every step of the way, there's consistency with what I learned as a lifelong spaceflight operations specialist, why the blankets were needed, why one of them came loose, why it floated off the way he did. The difference is, for the general public, all these features are unearthly to folks who are only familiar with Earth's, Earth-side principles of heating, working, motion, and dozens of other never-before-encountered-in-history aspects of outer space. So he's basically saying the average person is too fucking stupid <laughs> to understand that things at like on earth don't apply to the, the way things work up in space therefore it's probably much more likely that uh this object that they seemingly wouldn't even need could just float away well i mean it's like if you're if you're out of direct sunlight it's like impossibly cold but if you are in the sunlight at our distance from the sun it's like hundreds of degrees Oh, did you know um, that if the Earth was just like 10 feet closer stop. to the this sun, is, stop. then we would all die? Stop. But if we were <laughs> just closer, we'd burn up. Oh, my fucking God. Um, all right. So could the Black Knight still exist? All right. So we'll just pretend for a moment, just humor ourselves for a moment that it does exist. Uh, there's a few ideas of how it could have actually made it this long. The first is that it could just mimic one of the small pieces of space junk that are no larger than maybe like 10 centimeters in size, you know. Well, I mean, that's like everywhere. Yeah. There's there's so much mm-hmm. space junk and there's this there's this thought process that we're just going to like lock ourselves in one mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so, you know, like space organizations like big nasa uh they're not so focused on the small objects they're focused on the big things that could come here and uh, make us dinosaurs 2.0 right so that that could be an easy way for this to just slip under the radar is just uh mimic itself into some other space junk uh, and also, we have to assume that aliens have significantly more advanced technology than we do. Uh, so anything of that size, you know, c- could just be like the fucking size of a house in reality. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, aliens could have also developed miniaturized force field technology to keep the probe from getting hit. You know? Wow. You've, you've just thought of everything. I haven't thought of it. These are not original These ideas. These are Carolan originals. Not original ideas, I promise. You heard it here first. Copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> and uh, long term, you know, maybe there's the possibility that Earth could eventually have its own ring system made up entirely of space junk with a graveyard orbit. Not as cool as Saturn's rings. Yeah, <laughs> but almost. It's giving like Wally vibes a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. So it, when that day comes, when Earth has its own ring system made up of junk, does the Black Knight satellite come out? Does it join? Yeah. Come out to play? Yeah, exactly. Well, run away and hide. So that's the, the Black Knight satellite theory. I want to know what you guys I wanna think. Believe. I want to believe. I also want to believe. I want to believe. Screw it. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I want to know what everyone thinks. Is it space junk? Look at the picture. Think for yourself. 
Don't let big NASA. It looks really cool. It does look lie. really it's cool. It's a cool looking thing. Yeah. But like I said, it, it could be super zoomed in and just yeah. be like, oh, mm-hmm. look at this mm-hmm. massive. It's just like this big, little tiny little guy. Yeah. Don't don't let big NASA sway your opinions here. All right. Let's be let's be some free thinkers. <laughs> yeah. Throw that cap on. <sighs> All right. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. And uh, again, if you're from Pennsylvania, I want to know why. Why? <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Keep your uh, eyes up. Yeah. Eyes on the skies. Keep looking. All right. Bye. Goodbye.